0: The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by Zeal. If you want a good massage but don't have the time to get one, have the massage come to you with Zeal. You pick the time and the location. Have your next massage on demand at home. Our listeners can get $20 off their first massage with promo code BIGIDEA. Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Tuesday, May 29th. In today's news... A top North Korean official is on his way to the United States. Stormy Daniels' lawyer is complicating the federal investigation into Michael Cohen. And a White House aide says working there is like being in the show Game of Thrones. But first, the big idea. Addiction prompts a congressman to retire. Representative Tom Garrett, a Republican from Virginia, announced Monday that he is struggling with alcoholism and will abandon his run for a second term in Congress so he can focus on recovery and his family. Garrett, a member of the arch-conservative Freedom Caucus, is the 48th Republican to retire or announce they will not seek re-election to the House this year. Many are leaving in anticipation of a strong Democratic performance this fall or out of frustration with partisan politics in Washington. Garrett was facing a robust challenge from his Democratic opponent, journalist Leslie Cockburn, who had raised more money and had more cash on hand than he did. On top of that, in recent days, several unnamed former staffers have accused Garrett and his wife of mistreating them and others who worked in the congressional office. But in a statement videotaped in front of the Virginia State Capitol in Richmond, Garrett said his departure from politics was spurred by his long struggle with addiction. I've never been a candidate for office and lost, and I won't. This is because life is about priorities and values, and for the most part, I am proud of mine. But there's one area where I haven't been honest. The tragedy is that any person, Republican, Democrat, or independent, who's known me for any period of time and has any integrity, knows two things I am a good man, and I'm an alcoholic. This is the hardest statement that I have ever publicly made, by far. It's also the truth. With this in mind, not for fear of losing or for lack of love for our great nation, today I am announcing that I will not seek re-election. Garrett is an Army veteran, a former Commonwealth's attorney and a state senator. He's 46 years old, and he said last night that people have been warning him about his drinking problems since he was in his 20s. His announcement caps a week of turmoil. His chief of staff resigned last Tuesday. Then there was an online news report last Wednesday that Garrett was thinking about dropping out. Then on Thursday, the congressman held a rambling news conference to announce that that story was fake news and that he was planning to run again. Then on Friday afternoon, Politico quoted four former staffers who accused Garrett and his wife of ordering staff to walk their dog, carry groceries and perform other personal tasks for the couple. All practices prohibited by House ethics rules. On Memorial Day, Garrett threw in the towel. Trump won the district by 11 points in 2016. Republicans may actually be more likely to hold the seat now that he's stepping aside. A Republican committee will pick his replacement on the ballot. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, a top North Korean official is on his way to the United States to discuss next month's possible summit between Trump and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. Trump, of course, pulled out last week, but he spent the past few days looking to resuscitate the talks. The official is reportedly scheduled to arrive in New York City tomorrow afternoon. He would be the highest-ranking North Korean to visit the United States since 2000, when another denuclearization effort was made by the two countries but went nowhere. The chaos around this on-again, off-again summit has left East Asian countries scrambling to prepare and de-escalate any conflict. Trump agreed during a phone call yesterday to personally meet with Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe before any potential sit down with Kim. The Japanese are terrified about the U.S. president giving short shrift to their security interests and giving away too much to Kim in any negotiation. Meanwhile, South Korean President Moon Jae in is in the middle of a tug of war as he tries to broker a meeting between the two leaders. Kim turned to Moon to try to reopen talks with the U.S. after Trump's abrupt withdrawal last Thursday. Remember, Moon did not get a heads up from the White House before the president put out his letter to Kim pulling out of the summit. Moon went to the demilitarized zone to meet with Kim within 24 hours. Moon supporters praise his role as mediator, but critics back home in Seoul say he should be reinforcing the U.S. South Korean alliance instead of trying to act as a neutral facilitator. Meanwhile, American experts are warning White House officials that North Korean disarmament could realistically take up to 15 years. That's far longer than what the White House is hoping for and has said publicly they'll demand. Number two, porn star Stormy Daniels' attorney is complicating the ongoing federal investigation into longtime Trump consigliere Michael Cohen. The Wall Street Journal reports that behind the scenes, Michael Avenatti has been slowing down prosecutors' efforts to talk with Keith Davidson, Daniels' former lawyer, about the nondisclosure agreement in which Cohen paid Daniels $130,000 to keep quiet about her relationship with Trump on the eve of the 2016 election. Davidson negotiated the deal with Cohen, and the two had worked together on other legal matters. Avenatti hasn't acted on multiple requests from federal investigators to waive the attorney-client privilege that prevents Davidson from discussing his and Cohen's communications about the nondisclosure deal. Prosecutors believe Avenatti is stringing them along. They view these delays as frustrating but not highly damaging. There are also new developments from another former client of Davidson's, ex-Playboy model Karen McDougal. She, too, alleges that she had an affair with Trump. In 2016, McDougal sought advice from a Latin American political operative named J.J. Rendon on what to say about the alleged affair and whether or not she should sell it to a tabloid. Rendon, who lives in the United States in a form of exile, is a very polarizing political force in Latin America. He's involved in an underground marketplace where secrets about the rich and famous are a form of currency. Number three, In his second year in office, President Trump is unofficially performing the jobs of many senior staffers, including the still vacant role of White House communications director. In fact, Trump continues to tell people that he plans to keep the job indefinitely unfilled because he can do it himself. Largely gone are the warring factions that dominated life at the White House during the first year of Trump's term. They're now replaced by solo players with personal connections to the president who are laboring to do their jobs and survive and don't follow a traditional chain of command. At least two people in Trump's circle, one current White House official and one former White House official, liken the dynamic in the West Wing right now to HBO's Game of Thrones. They chose the show not because of the internecine conflicts and deadly family feuds, but because of the general sense of confusion and seesawing fortunes. As the current official put it, quote, No one knows where anyone else is, and everyone is playing everyone else a little bit. Everyone is essentially in business for themselves. And that's The Daily 202 for Tuesday, May 29th. Thanks for listening. I'm James Homan. I'll talk to you tomorrow.